You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. All right, everybody, welcome into another exciting episode of the Filthy Fantasy Football Show, a safe space for you foul mouth fantasy players out there. Tonight, it's your boys, King Josh, Josh the King, and the Fantasy Fish. How's it going? Naps, man. Naps are the best. Dude, naps are fantastic. I texted you when I got home and was like, hey, when you're ready to record, let me know. And then... I didn't hear from you for a while. And then you texted back. and You're like, oh, dude, I just woke up from a nap. I'm like, dude, I just woke up from a nap. Perfect harmony. <laughs> in, a, in a weird roundabout way, we were sleeping together. And I like that. It just shows how close we are. This is true. This is accurate information <laughs> that people need. To... It's what the people it's are here for cause... is accuracy. Yeah, exactly. And transparency. And we're letting you guys know. Probably more transparency because my accuracy has been faltered. So far, uh, there's a lot of guys I was right on, and there's a there are some misses, but like you know, it's funny. There's this there's this Twitter page that's been growing. I find them hilarious because it's funny how many people take offense to it. It's called Fantasy Receipts. And oh, and they post when you fuck it up or take. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, and like, dude, I mean, we're wrong about shit. I mean, I don't want to say all the time because for the most part, we're pretty good at our job, but. It's sports, man. Like, look at Michael Thomas. We were like, oh, yeah, Michael Thomas is back, baby. And now he's missed four-plus games with a fucking toe injury <laughs> and a dry vagina. Yep. So it's... Yeah, Sandy. Sandy yeah. dry vagina. So it's hard to say, you know. But it's funny just seeing, like, because then um, I like how the fantasy receipts people, they then, like, screenshot, like, oh, I just got blocked by this guy, just got blocked by this guy. And it's like, dude, like, why? Like, Honestly... I mean, I'm not saying, like, honestly, I think it's good publicity. Like, I, I don't know if we've tweeted out anything crazy uh, in terms of, like, receipts and stuff. But, like, I don't know, man. If Fantasy Receipts called us out on something, I'd be like, yeah, hey, fuck it. Yeah, I was wrong. I would laugh. I would yeah, I, like, I, I sure got me there, dude. You know? Yeah, I do, yeah. too. Like, everybody's wrong. You don't need to get mad about it. It's fine. Nah, it's, it's fucking... It, we're talking about real life people and we play an imaginary game. So, yeah. it, you know, get over it. <laughs> you'll be all right, buddy. Yeah. I promise you'll survive. Cause I mean, you know, what, what do you do? Like, especially like, like I said, uh, uh, you know, we talked about how Brees Hall, you know, he was the dynasty one Oh one and everyone's, and we were like, I don't know, man, Michael Carter looked okay. And now look at Brees Hall. He's probably going to win the fucking rookie of the year. He's on pace for a thousand rushing 500 receiving. You know, he's tearing. Yeah, it up. I mean, we and the, the thing too is I think we all still had him at the one oh one. Um, except for Rome's dad, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I know uh, Ken Walker. <laughs> Although not a it turns Ken out Walker's been Ken all right Walker's, too. Yeah, not not a not an awful pick. But 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 we but Brees Hall's definitely better than we thought he would be, at least this far. Mm-hmm. Like I thought he'd be exactly a, all right, but I didn't think he'd be the R B five or six, I mean. Yeah, well, I'm just sad because uh, my window for trying to acquire Brees Hall anywhere is now closed, and I cannot, I cannot mm-hmm. get Brees Hall anywhere. You know, 
Like I, I should have pounced on it after like week one or two when they weren't using him. It looked like it was going to be like the Michael Carter show. But yeah, you yep. live and learn, right? Um, so last night there was a football game, if you want to call it that. It was gross, man. <laughs> you know, it's funny, Andy. You, uh, what's funny, Andy Dalton? I mean, other than the two pick sixes and you know three interceptions total, uh, I read there's rumors that Dalton might take over as the starter until further over Jameis Winston, just because uh, they they better. like. Yeah, he is. He's a be- he's a better football player than James Winston. <laughs> you don't have to dig into the dirty. He's just better. That's all there is. Yeah. Plus, like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm I'm look. Although, how dare you try to like boast Rashid Shaheed? Two NFL touch. Although I will say, two NFL Rashid touches, Shaheed two is touchdowns. The man, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and then he and then he fell on his face while trying to turn a kick. Did you see that? Yeah. Good for him. Chris Olave still a stud. Of course, yeah. He's going to be a stud for a while. Good for him. Mm-hmm. And then, dude, who the f- fucking A, man? Juwan Johnson is so funny because we were talking about how I was like, hey, do you stream him? You were like, nah, probably not. And then five for 32 and two touchdowns. Yeah, he got it done. Well, He's a tight end, I think. I think, you know, I said probably not, but like I did say that there's worse options. So mm-hmm. if you did, good for you. Looks like uh, DeAndre Hopkins is back. Yeah, I I was on another show watching on YouTube, and there was a guy in the comments saying like, "Oh, he's gonna he's not up to speed," and I'm like, "Dude, this guy was just doing steroids, and he's been practicing. He's gonna be fine." Yeah, well, we were talking about it on our last episode. It's like DeAndre Hopkins is gonna have the freshest legs out of everybody on the entire football yeah. field. I will say that he's disrespectful because I personally asked him to fucking wait a week, and that is very rude of him <laughs> to to not. Although I I will say, I'm I was talking to a guy today, and he was asking about DeAndre Hopkins, and I was like, I don't know, man. I think you should trade him now. Like I think now's a good time to sell him, because it's just in dynasty. I yeah, I I think he's just fine in redraft. He's gonna be good. He's not that yeah. old. I hope you played Eno Benjamin last night. I have zero shares of Eno Benjamin, but I played against him. <laughs> That's fun, dude. Did you see this guy on fucking Twitter? He put an $800 bet on Greg Dorch to have an anytime touchdown. And he won $12,000. And I was like, God damn, yeah. man. If, I wish I had the balls to fucking play an $800 bet on Greg Dorch. I have the balls. I don't have the disposable income, though. Honestly, my significant other would be a, She would not be a big fan of that if I placed an $800 bet. But you could have placed... What, you win $12,000? Twelve thousand dollars. You could have placed an eight dollar bet and maybe won like one hundred twenty dollars. There you go. Fuck it. I have a fun. Four people got a bet too, man. I love fun stats. So is Ron. Talk talk about the talk about the Saints. Michael Thomas has missed four games and counting with a toe injury. Brian Robinson was shot twice and he's missed four games. Yeah, some people are little bitches and some people aren't. You know, it's funny. Uh, uh, Also with the game last night, everyone talks about how, how Kyler Murray is uh, five foot 10. And I was like, there is no possible fucking way that Kyler Murray is five foot 10 because Eno Benjamin is five foot nine. 
they lined up right next to each other, and Eno Benjamin towers the fuck over Kyler Murray. He's fucking five foot six. Just just accept it. You know what it is? What? They took his height when the, the, he he had those those rain cleats on. You know, with the two inch spikes. And then he then then they took his height. Did they Give do it to the top of his hair? They must. <laughs> This motherfucker is not five foot ten. I'll I'll tweet yeah. the picture out after the show because it's just funny just standing seeing them standing next to each other. Like he's not five ten. Just stop. Just stop it. It's okay. He's a little man. It's okay. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's fine. He's doing. He, he's doing fine for himself. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You to, but you don't have to boost his ego. <laughs> All right. Let's get. Let's get into the show. First off, let's talk about some news. Biggest one, Jeff Wilson is no longer fantasy relevant. No, not at all. Neither is Elijah Mitchell. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I know. 49ers have acquired star running back Christian McCaffrey. In exchange, the Panthers get a second-round pick, a third-round pick, a fourth-round pick, all for 2023, and then a fifth round in 2024. That is a major haul for the Panthers. Well done by them. Congratulations to the 49ers. You have Christian McCaffrey for about two games. Yeah. Hopefully not. But it is a it's a huge trade. I think it makes everybody in that backfield pretty much irrelevant. Elijah Mitchell maybe when he comes back would be a good handcuff. But Jeff Wilson mm-hmm. is not even a good handcuff anymore because now he's the third running back on the team. I'm just sad because I just traded for Ty Davis Price in the league. And now it's like, well, I don't know what to do with you now. Piece well, of one shit. Thing, one thing with the, at least the young running back, because Jeff Wilson or Elijah Mitchell is like 25. So by the time Chris McCaffrey's done, he'll be like 27, 28, yeah. almost done also. And Ty Davis price will be young, but in dynasty, that's a long hold, but it might not be the worst. Yeah, that's true. But, I, I, I just I feel this is one of those trades where it's outstanding for um, real life football, but it's I think it's going to be tough for outside of Jimmy Garoppolo. I think this kind of affects everybody on that offense in terms of fantasy, just because with that many weapons, you know, you got Debo, the emergence of Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle seems to be kind of getting back onto the same page as Jimmy G, you know, then Debo. Now you have McCaffrey on top of that, like it. I I agree, but not. But I don't think it'll be. Bad. I think this is one of those moves. It's just gonna open things up even more for him. Or that, like, there's always will they that. be? I I just wonder how much where the usage will go, right? Like mm-hmm. McCaffrey's, but really, San Francisco was given. I don't know if they're gonna give McCaffrey twenty five touches a game. It might be McCaffrey and Wilson. I think it has a potential to help more than it hurts because they, they have trouble moving the ball sometimes. And one more superstar makes it a little bit easier to get first downs to allow more opportunity for you guys. That's true. That's true. It's a good point. Uh, moving on JK Dobbins running back for the Baltimore Ravens. He's expected to go in arthroscopic knee surgery, which could sideline him for about four to six weeks. Um, so I hope you picked up Kenyon Drake, justice Hill, Mike Davis, Gus Edwards, I don't know. <laughs> Fuck the, I mean Kenyon Drake until further, I guess, right? I guess it's Kenyon Drake right now, and but Gus Edwards might be ready. 
Mm-hmm. They said Kenyon. They said Dobbins was ready too, so we'll see. But if it's Gus, if Gus Edwards is back, I think he'll be the guy. But you never know. I mean, if he, if it's probably going to be a hot hand thing. Well, I mean, Drake looked. He had that sixty-yard. T- he looked all right, you know. And if he's running great, why rush Edwards back or why force him into the game if if you know if if uh fucking what's his name if Drake's getting it done, you know why not? Yeah, um, you never know. It's just unfortunate because, like, with with four to six week timetable, we're now at week seven. So now you're looking at somewhere between week 11, 12, or 13 for Dobbins to come back. And that's assuming he comes back. You know, you don't, like, uh, who knows? Just monitor that. Yes. We'll see. It's going to be tough when he comes back, too. How is he going to look? DeAndre Swift with the ankle shoulder injury is questionable for week seven against the Cowboys. Um, Looks like it's going to be more of like a gameish time decision, but definitely monitor the practice reports. Uh, be aware of that. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, Naheem Hines, Indianapolis Colts running backs, both have been removed from the injury report. So, thank you for your service, Dion Jackson. You're back to the waiver wire. Although I will say this: <laughs> yeah. keep an eye on Dion Jackson because if someone were to get hurt again, he proved himself to be very valuable. And a usable piece in that offense. So yeah, and if if you're the Taylor owner, go get Deion Jackson anyways because he's probably going to be the better handcuffed going forward, even better than Naheem Hines. Naheem, yeah. Naheem, Naheem Hines has a niche, you know, and Deion's just a downhill runner. So exactly, uh, Russell Wilson, quarterback for the Denver Broncos, alleged quarterback of the Denver Broncos. Is questionable with a hamstring injury. He's going to be a game time decision. So, um, I mean, you're not starting Russell Wilson. This is more of a Denver pass catcher tweet thing. Because uh, if it's not Russell Wilson, it's Brett Ripien. I don't know if it's going to be any better than Russell Wilson, but there's a good chance that it'll be much worse than Russell Wilson. So, yeah, pick up the Jets defense. Chance. Get the Jets defense. Uh, wide receivers, Kenny Galladay and Kadarius Toney, unsurprisingly, are both out, as well as tight end Logan Thomas of the Washington Bullfrogs. Dude, fucking A, Logan Thomas, man. When You know what's funny? I cut him in Dynasty League just the other day. Makes sense. Because what's crazy, though, is he's only basically played like two, three games this year, and he's still the tight end 32 because that's just how fucking disgusting the tight end position is. When he's actually when he's healthy and stuff, he and, he's, and he's being targeted, player. he's good, but he yeah. doesn't get used in every game as he could, and he's not healthy most of the time. So between the two, I was like, I'm not gonna take the risk, dude. It's a dynasty league. I got like three tight ends. Who cares? But I tried to trade him, and no, I couldn't get anything. In our tight end premium league, I might end up just dropping him because I recently just picked up Greg Dulcich, Kate Otten. I have Daniel. Bellinger, I think. And I have Trey McBride, so I don't even fucking need Logan. Yeah, it's like you're... He's a veteran, but the youth is much more valuable at this exactly. point. Uh, speaking of the commanders, uh, Jahan Dotson is questionable for week seven with a hamstring injury. Although, honestly, I think it's probably going to be more doubtful. I think he might be out again because uh, he was at practice with, you know, open to the media, but then he, you know, took a knee in like the middle of the field, then walked off with the trainer. So, um, mm-hmm. and even if, even if he does play, 
I wouldn't play him. I mean, you know, he's going to, he, he'll probably be on a snap count. It's going to be super limited. So I, I just, I look elsewhere. And at this point, you probably have other options anyways, because you drafted Dotson in like the 12th, 13th round anyways. So you have other players. Right. Uh, Julio Jones, wide receiver, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's been ruled out for weeks. Has he, out, like, he played like one game this year, right? <laughs> like, does Julio Jones play football anymore? Where's the Bucks? He just gets, he just gets paid. Oh, there they are. <laughs> I think he had, I think he played like week one, and that's about it. Sounds about right. Where are you? There you are, Julio Jones. He played week one, missed two and three, played week four, and that's it. So, yeah, basically. He's basically played one game. So he's out, but I don't know. It's not that that fucking matters. I don't think anybody was surprised, yeah. I'm just reading the news. Uh, Cameron Brait was also ruled out, so it could be a Kate Otten week again. Pat Fryermuth, Pittsburgh Steelers tight end. He has now cleared the concussion protocol, as well as Kenny Pickett. So they'll both be back in on Sunday. Uh... Then, like, the last one I have here, I mean, if I missed anything, we can you can cover it. But uh, Elijah Moore, potential star wide receiver for the uh, New York Jets, is demanding a trade. So he's going to be out this week. Uh, Coach Robert Sala said that he's actually back at the facility. They're trying to have a discussion with him about his future. But is this the new trend? Guys demand trades? Like, are are they now just going straight NBA style and they're demanding trades and trying to get what they want? Like, is this, is this the new thing? I don't think it's going to be, I mean, it could be, but I don't think it's going to work as well in the NFL as it does in the NBA. Because the the NBA, like it's five, you got five people on the court. One position is a lot more critical, you know, to Mm fit your team in football. It's like, dude, what team's going to want some guy who's, Really being used just fine for what he is and make and use him more. I mean, if you look at Elijah Moore. I'm looking at his stat line right now. He's had like three really good games last year. He missed a lot of time last year with injury. And now he's seemingly healthy, but they're just not. But the thing is, the Jets are winning. So it's kind of like, right. hey, man, can't you just be happy so, with winning? So, like, he's got, in week one, he had seven targets, then five, then nine, then four, and then four, and then zero, this goose egg against Green Bay. But in those games, Zach Wilson threw 36 passes, and then 21, and then 18. Mm-hmm. So he's still almost seeing a little like, around what twenty percent of the targets. Like, yeah, that's about where you should be, dude. You know, you're not a you're not a twelve plus target guy. Like, what do you what do you want? Yeah, <laughs> I I don't know. Although, f- fuck it, go to Green Bay or something. I don't know. They should, you know, what they should do. They should trade. Ra- they should trade Elijah Moore for DJ Moore just for for the hilarity. Of it, <laughs> but like, hey, here, you, you want you want to get traded? Go to this other garbage spot. But DJ yeah. Moore would probably be, actually be better in New York. I think DJ Moore would be great on the Jets because he's not a little bitch like Elijah Moore. <laughs> yeah, but it was uh, I, that's all I got for news. If uh, you got anything yeah, else, good. 
All right. Well, let's talk about games. Speaking of the Jets, let's bring it over there. Four and two Jets taking on the two and four Denver Broncos. Vegas has the over under at 38 with Denver favored at minus one. But, dude, I'll take the Jets, man. The Broncos suck. I mean, their defense is good, but so is the Jets. The Jets defense is good. And if Brett Ripien is the quarterback, I don't know, man. Give me, I'll take the Jets. Yeah, me too. And they, I mean, Denver lost the running back, so their running back field is in shambles. Yeah. I'll take the Jets too. Um, but for fantasy purposes, I think the only Jet you can play is Brees Hall. Yeah, I mean, I agree. they're just not. I mean, maybe there's a little more interest in like. If you're desperate, Garrett Wilson or Corey Davis, especially now that Elijah Moore is like, fuck you, I'm not playing. So, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe Braxton Berrios is the sneaky play. <laughs> he could be. He's only got one target in the past four games each. But Yeah, but he ain't, he ain't, he's not complaining. He's not well, he's also going to be playing more, right? So, yeah. I, I'd avoid all these people. But yeah, you play Brees Hall. Brees Hall's a stud. Other side of the ball. What, just Sutton? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, the the running back field is interesting because now they're saying Melvin Gordon's going to be the starter this week. Well, did you see? I don't know uh, what's going on with that. There was a reporter that asked Melvin Gordon about that, and he's like, I was the starter last week, too. So Yeah, this is true. Yeah, play two snaps and get out of here. Like, I wonder if that's a doghouse thing or if that's an injury thing. Because apparently he has, like, he a neck he injury. Didn't, he didn't seem like it was an injury thing. They may be playing it safe with him, but the way he seemed is he wanted to play. And they I don't know. Play. I just. They also have a really stupid fucking coach. So. Yeah. Could just be stupid coaching. So, I mean, I've Sutton's been fairly safe all year. You know, in, in PPR is the wide receiver 19. He's had pretty decent games all year so far, except for one. Um, if Brett Rippian's the quarterback, I honestly, I probably wouldn't play anybody on Denver. If Russell Wilson's the quarterback, I might still just stick it out with Sutton because he seems to just throw to Sutton a lot. Yeah, this is true. But we'll see gross. who plays. But yeah, pretty gross. Just- Keep an eye on that. All right, moving on. One, three, and one. Houston Texans taking on the surprisingly one and four Las Vegas Raiders. Vegas has the over under 45 and a half with the Raiders favored at minus seven. I think the Raiders actually win this game. They're coming off the bye. And you know what? The Raiders, yeah, man. They suck. <laughs> they suck, but like they their record could easily not be one and four. Like they could easily be like, you know, three and two or you know, two. Like, I don't know. Like it's just yeah, they could be. It's very true. But Houston's worse, so there's that. This is true as well. Uh, for fantasy purposes, I like Damian Pierce still. You know, Brandon Cooks, he was like the fantasy darling because he was, you know, quarterback-proof. But I don't know, man. He's currently sitting as the wide receiver 46 on the year. Um, last game against Jacksonville, 4 for 20. I don't know. He hasn't had a game over 100 yards this year. Yeah. So and it, you know, maybe only, the bye week will help him, but looking, only one touchdown on the year. Bleak. Mm-hmm. I, lower your expectations of Brandon Cooks if you have to play him, but I don't know. I don't. I mean, I guess the Raiders' defense kind of sucks. They're giving up a lot of points. 
looking at their game log, they've given up 24, 23, 24, 23, and 30 points. So, I don't know. You could probably still roll out Cooks, but I don't know. Yeah. I actually dropped him in a league. Not the most enjoyable. Um, Other side of the ball. What'd you say? I just said I don't blame you. Yeah, he was just too hard to trust. I was like, dude, fuck it. I don't even want Cooks anymore. Um, Other side of the ball, you know, Josh Jacobs, obviously, Devontae Adams. Um, Oh, I forgot to mention, Darren Waller's out. I'm just so used to him being out, I forgot to bring it up at the news segment. Oh, this is true. We did. Yeah. Um, (laughs) would Would you be willing to play Derek Carr this week? Like, you know. Uh, I, would, I would do it, but I don't, it wouldn't, I wouldn't be <laughs> thrilled. I mean, he's got 20 points in every game but one, so you're not going to get, like, I don't think you're going to get a 30-point performance from your quarterback, but he's a safe 20 points if you need Would it. you rather play Derek Carr against the Houston Texans or Jimmy Garoppolo against the Chiefs? Ooh. I don't know. I actually think Carr. I might take Derek Carr there. There's a chance he's. Derek Carr will probably throw for like two twenty and like two touchdowns, so he'll he'll get you like eighteen, twenty two, twenty four points. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Would you play Renfro? He's at he's at you know he's had some injuries this year. He did play in the game before the bye week. Yeah, and he's um, questionable this week with the hip injury. Um, probably not. Yeah, Renfro. It has a tendency to like string these performances together. I would I would want to wait to see one before I pop them in there. Yeah. So I mean, realistically, it's Jacobs Adams, and then if you have to, Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Oh, you know what? I will bring this up for news. Sorry, I, I should have brought this up earlier because he was actually one of my favorite football players. But Todd Gurley officially announced his retirement from the NFL. Like he said, if a team calls him, like he's done, done. Um, unfortunately his career didn't end that great, but God damn, was that man dominant? Um, he was blacklisted for something. Yeah. He had to have been, we talked about it last year in our show. Like what, why was this guy not on a team? But either way, that's yeah. good. For, I mean, kind of a bummer the way it ended, but he was, I mean, Hey man, you still had a great career. You were the NFL MVP. You're the offensive rookie of the year. I mean, yeah, he's a blast to watch. I dude, he was so much fun to watch. I I loved Todd Gurley, like I really did, and uh, you know, like like I, uh, yeah. I mean, what what else is there to say? He was just he was a stud. He was a fucking stud. And I just I I want people to just if you if you watch Todd Gurley stuff, watch him when he played for the Rams. Don't watch the Atlanta Falcons stuff, but just watch the Rams stuff because he was he was a special player. All right. With that being said, moving on. Three and three Seattle Seahawks taking on the four and two LA Chargers. Got Vegas has the over under at 50 and a half with the Chargers favorite at minus five. I think the Chargers do win this game. They're playing at home. Tyler Lockett's questionable. And the you know, Chargers defense, they suck, but I don't know. They also can make turnovers at times. So we'll Yeah, see. I think they'll be all right here. But uh, for fantasy purposes, I still think Gino's a – I think Gino's a weekly start, honestly, like for fantasy. He's had two bad games. But other than that, he's been – he's the quarterback seven right now. And, the you know, the Chargers are a plus matchup, so. Yeah, he the, he didn't get it in the end zone last week against Arizona. That game was terrible. 
but he's you know he threw the ball thirty times and had twenty passes. Mm. I think better better things are ahead for him. Exactly. Uh, love Ken Walker. Uh, yeah. If Tyler Lockett's healthy, do you still roll him out? You kind of have to, right? Yeah. Yeah, I would. I mean, he's scoring more than 10 points in, let's see, four or six weeks so far. I th- I think you just keep playing him. Yeah. Um, receiver two. Yeah. Other side of the ball, Keenan Allen. Um, I don't know, man. If he's in... I actually have to, I'm forced to play him in leagues because I need him to play because, you know, he was my he was a highly drafted player. So. I don't know. It just sucks. It's really disappointing. I hope he plays. it is. Because, I mean, it, it's better for the offense. I mean, Mike Williams has basically capitalized with uh, Keenan Allen being gone. He's getting a lot getting all the targets. He's the wide receiver 18 right now. But. Mm-hmm. It just helps the offense if you have more available options, you know. So just please, yeah. please play. Um, but you know, you, you start your regular Chargers. You know what to do. They're, they're easy to talk about. All right, biggest game yeah. of the week: four and two Kansas City Chiefs taking on the three and three San Francisco Forty ers Vegas has the over under at forty nine with the over. I'm sorry, with the Chiefs favored at minus one and a half. I actually think the Chiefs do win this game. But the biggest news for this one is, like, I, I actually think Christian McCaffrey does play this game. I just think it'll be limited. So I think I would lower my expectations if uh, if you're planning on playing. He'll probably just be, like, the red zone guy because, you know, he can run, re- like, a wheel route or, like, hey, this is going through the B gap, you know. So. Yeah. He doesn't need to know the whole playbook for a couple plays. I think he'll play, too. I'm starting him in a league. Because I feel like it's still a better option than my alternatives. If if they say he's not playing, obviously. But I think he will, too. Yeah. Uh, but on the Chiefs side, Chiefs are easy to talk about. You play Mahomes, you play Kelsey. That, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Because CEH is finally, you know, I talked he about it. He finally fell off the that, planet. That, that, shoe, that other shoe's going to drop, and it did. So, mm-hmm. And then, like, the wide receivers are hard to trust. I mean, you know, if you have to play somebody, it's it's Juju, I guess. He had a good game last week, five for one thirteen and a touchdown. But mm-hmm. he did. Yeah, it's unpredictable here, though. It's tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's Kelsey or bust. <laughs> um, other side of the ball, I actually think Jimmy Garoppolo is an okay like streaming option this week, especially because you know the bye week quarterbacks, Kirk Cousins, uh, Josh Allen. And they're gonna need to. They're gonna need to score too. So yeah, you're like you. You ball. can't. Oh, Jalen Hurts. He's on bye week. So I mean, you, you have to put up points if you're gonna play the Chiefs. So I, I think Garoppolo is a good play, especially with you know Debo's healthy, Ayuk is healthy, Kittle's healthy, and now you added Christian McCaffrey. Like I, I, mm. I saw a lot of memes online. It made me laugh. It's like, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo is never gonna have to throw a pass beyond ten yards now with Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle. So he will not. You know, this will be, you know, it should be a fun game to watch. This will be a fun game to watch. I generally watch red zone, but I'll probably actually just watch this game. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, are you staying in those hot flames? 11 targets, eight for 83 and two touchdowns last week. Or are you pumping the brakes on that? I'm pumping the brakes. 
Yeah, he had one. He had one good game. Let's chill out. That's the thing. Like with, uh, I I I think Brandon Ayuk has a lot of talent and a lot of potential, but like, this is what he does. It's, He's always been inconsistent. Yeah, always. Yeah, should be a lot of fun game. I mean, this this is gonna be a great game. I, I'm super excited for it. All right, mm-hmm. moving on. Your Sunday night game: the two and four Pittsburgh. Steelers taking on the three and three Miami Dolphins over under 45 and a half Miami favorite of minus seven and a half Tua is back. I think the Dolphins win this game, man. Like the Steelers are a mess and Tua Tua coming back to the offense. And, and, you know, and honestly, even if Tua, God forbid, please don't get hurt. Like I'd never wish injury on a player, but uh, Teddy Bridgewater has shown that he's okay in that offense as well. And he's, he's healthy too. So he'll be there to back it up. But, you know, again, for fantasy purposes, the Steelers, honestly, even I don't want to play anybody on the Steelers. If you can avoid any Steeler, I would. You know, Najee Harris sucks. Deontay Johnson's a great player, but Kenny Pickett sucks. You know, uh, I'm looking at Deontay Johnson's stat line. He's only had two games over 10 points in PPR. You know, he's he's currently the wide receiver 36. So he's like a wide receiver. I mean, I guess he's a flex. But, you know, Fryermuth, meh. You could probably get away with Fryermuth if you're streaming. That's true. Worse. Tight end sucks. You can, yeah, play Fryermuth, but like, I don't you might know. Might get man. a touchdown or some targets. Who the hell knows? Yeah. Other side of the ball, you, you know, I think you fire Tua right back up into your lineups. Raheem Mostert is the running back that you want in Miami. Then, yeah, but he's uh, having, has, he's had one good game also. That's true. Uh, now that now that although I will say this, now that Tua is back, I think any hope of Mike Gusecki being a stud is now gone. Because though Mike Gusecki has had one good fantasy game, which was last week, six for sixty nine and two touchdowns, and that was with Teddy Bridgewater as the quarterback. So uh, pump the brakes with Mike Gusecki. Yeah. That's I actually like Mike Gusecki. That sucks. I, I like him. It does. All right, moving on. Two and three Chicago Bears taking on the three and three New England Patriots. This is your Monday night football game, the last game we are breaking down this week. Vegas has the over under 39 and a half with New England favorite at minus eight. I actually like the Steelers again because the Bears are a dumpster fire. Bears suck, man. But I guess for fantasy, you play David, you play David Montgomery. And that's probably it. Like, fuck you, Mooney. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Mooney might be like I'd a kind of be worried. Reflex. I'd kind of be slightly worried about Montgomery. I think you could play him, but you know that's all Bill Belichick's going to try to stop. That, that is true. Beat me with Mooney, motherfuckers, and they ain't going to be able to do it. That's the thing. Uh, Bill Belichick is notorious for taking away the number one option from the opposing team, and that's probably David Montgomery. But Darnell Mooney... You know, his best game this year was last week, seven, well, seven for 68. He did have a four for 94 uh, back in week four, but I think one of those catches was for like 60 yards. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, although if you're like me, you've been rostering Mooney all year and you just don't play him because you can't. So there's that. Yeah. Um, other side of the ball, uh, Damian Harris might be back this week against the bears. Yeah. He was a full participant today at practice. Uh, 
So looks like he's back. Um, I think that limits the stud that is Ramondre Stevenson, who's been an absolute fucking monster. So is this? Are you back to trying to? Are you avoiding New England backfield until further? Is this? Is this the what's happening now? No. Well, this isn't the most favorable matchup here against the Bears defense, but I'm really back to the. You might be able to start them both, but only as a flex. Yeah. Because they'll both get carries. They'll probably both get, you know, 12, 15 carries apiece. And that's not enough to have a RB1, you know. But I think they're – it's going to be like one of them is going to hit. That seems how how it goes. Like one of them hits. Rarely do they both. But I think you're okay to like roll them out as a flex. I don't know. I like – I think New England runs the ball well. So Yeah. And then I, I think you can flex uh, Jacoby Myers. Like, you know, he, he's been like the focal point. And then we were just talking about him pre-show. You should totally bench stash Tyquan Thornton if you can. Yeah, he he's only had two games, but he looked really good. He looked really good here against Cleveland. And mm-hmm. I think he, it's Bill Belichick. His usage will go up if he's producing. Because, like, we were just talking about it, again, before the show. Bill Belichick does not give a shit about fantasy football. He just wants players. So, if your guy's a stud, if a guy's producing, he's in. So Yeah, and he also doesn't care that your name's Devontae Parker. Like, if Thornton's better than you, Devontae, like, he's up. You yeah. Know? I mean, Thornton's a big body, like 6'2". He's only 182, but but he's fast. Yeah, he you was. Know, I think he was the fastest much... guy in the draft, wasn't he? He may he have was. been. Like, he's a little he's, he's a lot lighter than Devontae, but he's the same height, you know, like and he's fast, so he could certainly He looks good. Use. He looked good out there. I watched a little bit of the of the New England game last week and he looked pretty good. So Yeah, we'll see. I agree. Bench stash that guy. Yeah. Got anything else? No. That's oh, it. you know what? Let's let oh let's let's do a little quick uh, preview for the week seven friends of the show league before we take off because we oh, got a little sweet. bit of time. Um, well, standings wise, your old boys for the show aren't doing that great. Uh, Big Rome, he's over there in seventh, and this is a twelve team league. Fish, you're in eighth. Director Ross is in tenth. I'm in eleventh. So at least I'm not in last place. So I got that going for me. Um. Best friend of the show, Ryan Kennedy's leading. Dude, dominating at 6-0. Good for him. Uh, the gentleman's over at the Lobo's Den. They're in second at 4-2. Uh, friend of the show, Jason. Him and his significant other are both 3-3. Three and three. Take it on the third and the fourth place. Wavy with Moon Vibes. He's at 3-3 three and three in fifth place. Martin over at the Dynasty Pylon. Shout out to Martin. What's up, buddy? I actually did a little guest spot on his show earlier this week? yeah that was earlier this week that was fun that was a good yeah time. it was this week i watched it it was fun yeah we talked idp which is normally not really my thing but it's growing on me it's like um idp is kind of like anal sex like if you're forced if you're forced into it you might not like it but if you're like eased into it it's not that bad <laughs> it's fair so I, I like that then like i said roman at seventh fish you're in eighth uh fantasy football tony What's up, Tony? He's in at ninth. Director Ross, 10th. I'm at 11th. And then I love Bex, man. And Bex is at 12th. Poor Bex. Yeah, poor Bex. You know what's crazy about this league, though? 
I mean, Kennedy's obviously dominating at six and zero, and then the next oh, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight teams at three and three. So, so this is like wide open. Director Ross and I are both two and four. We're 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 each one game out of being, you know, three and three. So this, it's really going to come down to it at the end of the year. So that's exciting. It's a good league, man. It's very even. Dude, we got some. We 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 done right this year with the friends of the show league. We got some like studs in this league, so this will be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I'm excited. My team, you know, I got uh, got DeAndre Hopkins back. I got a lot of injuries right now, but if I can get some of these guys back, my team could, you know, make a run at it. I think that. You know, Kennedy's team is really running away with it, though. Yeah, doesn't doesn't he have three he, tight he's ends? He's got a he's got Savage. a good team. He does. He has three tight ends. I don't know how the hell he's doing it. He does. That, I was teasing him when the league started. I was like, "How do you have three tight ends and you're fucking winning the league? Like, is that just how bad we are?" I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Do, but, what does it? What the big difference is for for him is the the Brees Hall. You know, in redraft, Brees Hall was going not late, but you know, sixth round. And he's in there as a flex when he's got Jonathan Taylor and Fournette. Like, yeah, no, that's that's huge when you have an RB, the the RB six overall as your flex. And he's got Kyler Murray, so it's like, man, he drafted a solid team. He's got a solid team, so good for you, Kennedy. Um, with the most beautiful family on Twitter. Oh, dude, and he's got Debo and Debo and Waddle. God damn. So I, mm-hmm. I I guess he's gonna get our custom made championship ring. Which, with that being Good said, if you if you guys want to be in our friend of the show league next year, just let us know. We might take you. We're always looking for applications. I've actually I've wanted to like co manage a team with like you or Rome or Director Ross, so we can allow more friends into the league. So. We should do that. We should do one team for all of us, and we'll just take turns making draft picks and uh, have a little more friends in here with us. There you go. That's an idea. I like that. Yeah. More friends are always good. So, hey, thank you. Thank you, friends, for listening this week. Good luck this weekend. We hope you guys do well. If you're playing against me in leagues, I hope you eat a dick and I beat you because I'm better than you. At least I should be. I hope. Um Get us on social media is at Filthy F Ball Show on Twitter. You can get fish at F Football Fish. Get Big Rome at Big Rome FFF. Uh, Instagram, Filthy Fantasy Football Show. And send in your emails to Filthy Fantasy Football Show at gmail.com. And again, good luck this week, guys. Make sure you read the practice reports uh, for Saturday. I'm King Josh Josh King. Fantasy Fish on behalf of Big Rome. Have a good one, y'all.